0: The world is an increasingly scary and dark and divided place. And we often find ourselves wondering, what can I do to contribute and help make it better? Well, I think the best thing you can do is head over to patreon.com forward slash Podular and help support Podular Modcast. Because it's, it's a good thing to support because the world... In, in the vision, see what I'm. I think with Pod what I'm, on, I'm trying to. With everybody being, you know, like you know, what I think, just everything's so divided. Right? But what you can, what you can do by helping and. This week's episode of Popular Podcast is brought to you by the lovely people over at my favorite synth shop here in the Midwest, If you would like to solve any or all of your home studio, synthesizer, and your arachnids, then look no further than Patchworks.com ptcwerks.com. I would also like to say thank you to Aftermath Audio for their continued support of my new podcast. Please go check out their their YouTube channel where they recently uploaded some new videos regarding their COCO system. COCO stands for Create Your Own Complex Oscillator or visit them online at we
1: Welcome back to Podular Modcast. This is going to be part two, picking up where we left off last week. We were uh, we were exploring some modules. We looked at the 8110 analog drum synthesizer and the SF1 dual stereo filter from Weston Precision Audio. We also took a listen to the Nautilus from Qubit, their new uh, crazy, crazy delay. And I talked a little bit about some of the board Brain stuff that I have, so we'll get more into that and hopefully take a look at the Razor, which is the one-to-one version of Blades, uh, the filter. It's going to be coming out from Afterlater Audio very soon as part of the Mutable Instruments Classics line that we launched recently. We might also get into some spooky stuff because it's, you know, it's All Hallows eve week. Can an eve be a week? It's Halloween week. I like Halloween. I made this uh, track that you hear right now as part of uh, the, the bulk of patches I built trying to wrap my head around the new modules that I talked about. So this is the, uh, the 8110 drum synthesizer providing the voices. And then I've got the cascades running through the SF1 dual stereo filter and then I've got that filter self resonating and I'm sequencing that as well. So we're getting a bunch of different cool melodic stuff. And then of course they're going through Nautilus and Aurora. Um, so yeah, well, we might talk a little bit more about some of that stuff, but I, I, like I said, I want to focus more on the board brain stuff. Take a look at that Razor. What else? Oh, I forgot to mention last week, but it's 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 a really cool feature of the Weston Precision Audio uh, SF one filter is I know I mentioned there's an input level knob for each side, but past noon, it becomes like an overdrive. So the noon position is like the, the stand, like the, the level that it, you know is going in, um, the nominal level, I think you could call it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's, that's a really cool feature. I also want to talk about some cool stuff that is happening this Friday. Ooh, I got a big truck. A guy in a big truck just drove by. I'm a big, big truck man. Um, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, this Friday. So, Friday, November 4th, a couple exciting things happening. One, my buddies over at Recovery Effects are starting the pre-sale for their new Mystic, which is an experimental device that makes ethereal voices swirl, echo, ascend, and plunge into an ever-changing sonic celestial playground. That sounds like fun. With an FM synth at its core, the Mystic contains two operator voices, two modulators, and an analog style echo with 500 milliseconds of delay time. It also has CV. I think all the parameters are controllable via CV, including delay time. So yeah, it's just like this super, super fun thing. I I messed with it at, uh, at velocity and... You know, after like 10 seconds, I looked up at Greg and I was like, yeah, I need one of these. Definitely. Um, so I, uh, I'll be getting one soon. And hopefully by next week, I could uh, show you some sounds on it. So we have that to look forward to. Also, this Friday, Mystery Circles will be releasing mine and my good buddy Stephen Jett's album, Kitty Safari which I'm very, 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 very excited about. I'm super happy with how the album came out. Uh, and what's really cool is it is a, uh, it's gonna be like a bundled release with three other artists' releases. So there will be uh, cassettes for all four albums. So you'll have uh, me and Steven Jet's Kitty Safari, then Bob Charlotte's Acceptance, Carlos Ferreira's Opaque, and Cecil Pirahin's Desert Soundscapes. and I've got cassettes right here. I'm holding them in my hand, and they're all great. And uh, I think from Kitty Safari through those past three uh, albums I mentioned is a nice uh, variation in kind of moody and experimental ambient stuff, uh, which is kind of a, I mean, I know Mystery Circles has kind of covered the gamut as far as, you know, uh, electronic genres go. But I feel like this one is, is really, is, is, is pretty unique. Um, because of the, the, the nature of it being a batch release. So there will be batch deals on the, the four cassettes. They'll also be available digitally. Um, and this track that you hear right now, I chose this one because it's very spooky. Uh, and it's, you know, it's, it's Halloween week. This song is called Doom Frog, and, uh, yeah, we get real weird on this album. There are really nice, pretty moments. And then there are some really dark, freaky moments. And while we're on the subject, I have three cassettes. The label sent me five, one for Steven, one for myself, and then I have three. And what should I do with those three? I should also mention I have one more copy of Podular Modcast and Friends, also from Mystery Circles on vinyl. It is the last available one. So what if we did some like, sort of like, I don't know, competition or something, like a remix competition, and then find a way to choose a grand prize winner who'd get the vinyl and the cassette, and then two runner-ups who would get the cassette. That sounds like fun to me. So why don't I put doomfrog that this track doomfrog up on like a google drive folder and then share it with you all i'll put a link in the show description do a remix and submit it to me at podmodcast at gmail.com it's not podularmodcast at gmail.com it's podmodcast and maybe put in the uh, subject line remix competition or something like that doesn't have to be a proper remix i don't have stems or anything so you'll just have to take this as a sample and use it somehow you could cover it you know you could just use a small piece of it no rules i just want to find a way for you to be creative and also find a way for me to figure out who should get these three cassettes and uh you know maybe i'll play it on on a future episode and have you the listeners be the be the judges how's that sound I think that would be great. Just send it to me at podmodcast at gmail.com. Wave files only, please. <laughs> All right, where did we leave off last week? We left off at Nautilus from Qubit, their crazy, insane delay. And this uh, little drumbeat that you hear below me is something that I uh, ran through Nautilus, so a bunch of crazy stuff's happening. And to be honest, up until right now, I didn't really understand what was happening. But thanks to uh, the lovely video that Jono made, Jono Wells, over at Qubit, I, I, I finally kind of get it now. So what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna start super simple and show you how you can just do like regular delay with Nautilus um, and then work up from there. I'm not gonna go into everything because this module's super deep, no pun intended. So yeah, I'm gonna just get something really basic set up and we're gonna go slow, nice and easy. Come with me on this, uh, Nautical Voyage All right, so what I have going on right now is something very very simple just two sides uh, The first and third oscillator from the three body from schlappy engineering with some minor Modulation stuff going into it, um, but I want to have it very simple just to show you what happens when you start using Nautilus um, so I've got it in kind of just your standard delay mode. Uh, So let's bring that up. Actually, hold on. So I mentioned the chroma and the depth last week. These are basically onboard effects processors. The first one I'm using is uh, basically just a low pass filter. I'm not using it at all right now. So I'm gonna turn that up and I I chose kind of a more uh, timbrous uh, not tambris, uh, a more, you know, harsher waveform here from three Body, So I could show you the high, the low pass filter there. So you got a clock in really simple. Um, if you've got like your sensors and your dispersal down these knobs, which I mentioned last week were like the meat and potatoes, but I didn't really get into them. So that's the purpose of today's demo. Um, but with those down, you just get kind of a, a standard, uh, delay put a clock in the resolution knob is your clock divider so it's at noon right now so this is just the clock tempo if i turn it to the left start dividing it and of course to the right it's actually so fast that it's like almost here let me turn that depth back down there we go and uh, what I really like about this is the uh, the feedback knob. If this this is all the way up right now, the feedback knob. So you're not getting that um, you know that thing that happens with analog delays, where the not only is is your delay uh, repeating on top of each other, each new delay line, but so is the amplitude of that delay uh, delay line. So that's cool. Um, so I'm just gonna turn that back down, uh, back to the center here, and. Like I mentioned uh, in the last episode, I went through the different delay modes and different feedback modes. Um, so if you want to do the just this a standard delay with Nautilus, which honestly I think is, I mean, you're you're not wasting its talents, but you can certainly get you know your standard delays out of something else. So you might as well. But anyways, if you, if you want to use it as a, a standard delay, use it in the blue modes. Um, so now what I'm going to do is I'm going to start introducing these, uh, I'm gonna turn that low pass filter back up a little bit. Um, I am going to start turning up the sensors and the dispersal. So the sensors basically um, add feedback lines. So all the way up, you get a total of eight feedback lines, four per side you know, your left and right side, because it is a stereo module. Um, and like I mentioned last week, I believe the green modes are really good for ping-ponging. So if you're gonna use a, a mono signal to get a delay or a, a stereo output of that, that's, that's pretty cool. So I'm just gonna start introducing the sensors. I've got them all the way down. I'm not sure they'll, they'll, that they will do much um, with the dispersal all the way down, but we're gonna learn together. I slowed the feedback time down a little bit okay so let's go to like nine o'clock i'm gonna turn the uh the clock multiplier up a little bit just so we get it faster so once more oh also i mentioned last week there's the purge button so if you want to like find the settings you're looking for um and you switch some settings you can just hit purge and start over so here we go sensors all the way down Up to nine o'clock. Let's go to noon, then all the way up. Let me purge it real quick just so we. Like I said, I think the dispersal knob, uh, they kind of go hand in hand, like the depth and the chroma do. So let's just bring the sensors down to noon and then bring the dispersal up to nine o'clock. Purge it one more time. All right, I'm gonna bring the dispersal up to noon now. Let's purge it real quick.
0: And let's bring the dispersal all the way up. Purge it real quick.
1: (laughs) And let's bring the sensors up to noon. Let's turn this clock divider. Let's go from multiplier to divider here. So this is fully dispersed all eight delay lines. Now there's a reversal knob which, you know, is pretty common in delays, but what's really interesting about this reversal is uh, all the way to the, the zero point on the knob, it is a 0% chance that any delay line will be reversed. And then as you turn it up, it becomes uh, you know a percentage based thing off of, okay, which delay line and which side, I think. But also that changes when you're in different uh, modes and feedback line modes, I think as well. Um, I think right now the takeaway up to this point is this thing is extraordinarily deep. Uh, so let's just turn the the reversal up to nine o'clock here, and I'll purge. All right, let's take uh, res- uh, dispersal sensors both back down to noon. Let's put our clock divider multiplier right at uh, the zero point or the the noon point. So we're just getting our clock signal going in. Uh, let's turn the reversal down let's purge turn our depth down okay so now we're we're getting some delay here let's let's switch delay mode so i'm going to go from the blue to the green here and i'll purge so same same exact settings on the panel just different mode And I'll purge once more and then go to the uh, orange mode, which is like a pitch shifter, one octave up. Let's purge and then we'll go to the purple, which is an octave down, which I really like. And then back to blue. So now let's go through the different feedback modes Again, these are this is just with every, everything on the panel, the same settings. I just kind of want to give you a flavor of each delay mode and, uh, and feedback line mode. So let's purge this. Let's use the blue delay mode and the green feedback mode. All right, I'll go to the orange feedback mode now with the blue delay. So this is like a cascading delay. I think if I turn the two o'clock multiplier here, let's purge, I think it'll probably be more apparent.
0: Let's turn the sensors all the way up really quick and the dispersal
1: and I'm going to divide the clock now I think you get an idea and then finally the purple feedback mode I've got everything set back to how I had it originally, everything kind of at noon. Let's purge it. (laughs) This is also another version of a cascading delay, but I I forgot what the extra details are. I, I mentioned it last week. Um, but again, we're we're not, we're not trying to get into the hardcore details. So now, what I want to do is actually go through um, just because the the color coding. I feel like I don't know that they never mentioned this, but uh, it would just it stands to reason that the fact that the feedback modes and the delay modes uh, have the same four different colors. I'm I'm assuming that maybe the colors work best together or work well together. So since I started the demo with the blue mode, let's just go to the green delay and green feedback. So let's purge, get everything at noon again. So let's turn this resolution up. Ooh. Clear that really quick. Ooh. I'm going to put the reversal up just a little bit and turn that clock multiplier down just a hair. I think I got the pitch
0: shifting on there. Hold on.
1: Now I'm going to turn the sensors up. We have the sensors and the dispersal at noon. So let's turn the uh, sensors all the way up. Purge.
0: Dispersal
1: up and purge. (laughs) Now everything's going pretty quick, so I'll divide the clock again. I changed uh, some settings on the three body just so we could get out of that monotonous same note droning. And the whole time here I've, I've only used the low pass filter effect mode because I just want to show off the, uh, the delay. So we'll get to the other effects here. So I've just applied some low pass here. Okay, so let's go back to noon on our dispersal and our sensors. Bring depth all the way down. Let's go to the orange mode on both. Oh, let's take the reversal down. Purge one more time. Okay, I'm gonna turn the sensors up and purge. That's nice. I feel like this would be better if I... All right, I just had to... (laughs) All right, let's turn the dispersal all the way up. I'll purge. (laughs) this thing's so cool uh all right let's turn the dispersal and the sensors down to 10 and give it another purge i'm just kind of curious So up to noon, and then use the low pass filter a little bit. So that is pretty interesting. Let's set everything else back how we have been using it up until now check out the purple note here. I'm gonna actually tune this back up because this is a it's the opposite of what we just checked out. So instead of going up an octave, it's going down. <laughs> Got the clock multiplied by two. Let's bring that actually down to like four and see. Let's bring the sensors up to all the way, purge, and turn this clock divider to a less divided time. Now I'll turn the reversal up to noon. Multiplier, it's a little too fast. And I'll turn the dispersal all the way up as well. So we've got dispersal and uh, and, uh, sensors all the way up. Resolution multiplied by two. Got the uh, feedback turned up pretty high, but I think this multiplier is a little too fast. All right, I'm going to bring the sensors down to like 10 o'clock and the dispersal. And the reversal down all the way and set the clock back to the center. Let's go to noon with the sensors and reversal, give it a purge. and then apply that low pass filter so we can tell what, what is the delay and what's not. Cool, so we've kind of gone through uh, all the different uh, delay modes. I think for this, I think with this current patch, uh, I like the, the orange um, for the feedback and the delay mode. So let's go into there and now let's start checking out some of these onboard effects. I'm going to turn my clock up a little bit, too. All right, I'm going to purge. Okay, so I've got the depth knob all the way down, which means you're not applying whatever effect you have chosen on chroma. So I'll go up to the next one, which I believe is just a high-pass filter. I'll turn the, uh, there's the mix all the way up. So yeah, high-pass filter. I'll mix back down to about noon. Let's go to the next one, just like a bit crusher. I turned the sensors up, left the dispersal normal. Um, yeah, that's about all I changed. Oh, that's so cool. And then there's like this soft clipping one, which is really, really nice. So this is without it applied at all. I'm gonna start turning it up slowly. It's very nice. And then finally, this one is pretty hard. Oh no, what is this one? Oh, this is the signal interrupter, I believe, yeah. And then finally, uh, the SOS, which is just gnarly. Let's turn that mix down. to the purple mode now turn the sensors and dispersal up just get wacky now with everything that we've just talked about I'm gonna plug a sequence in to, to the, uh, the three body let's clear this let's turn it down All right. so I'm gonna put the uh, clock divider uh, the resolution right in the center so we're just getting our standard clock and I'm gonna go back to that orange mode. I was doing that orange mode um, I'm gonna bring the onboard effect down to the saturation because I thought that was pretty cool. I think the sensors sound pretty good right at the noon position. Um, actually, I'm gonna slow down. No, I'm gonna make these VCA's open a little bit snappier. Now let's bring it up. All right, I'm gonna actually go into clock uh, divider territory. All right, screw it. I'm turning the sensors and the dispersal up. (laughs) All right, let's go to the purple mode. And now I'm going to put a gate into the purge. Um, I'm going to, so I got the clock time that is controlling the whole sequence. Uh, I'm going to divide that by 16 and put that into purge and turn this feedback way up. down a little bit. Okay, now I'm just noodling. So I think the takeaway from everything that I just did here is uh, you could spin, oh, by the way, I'm sure it's obvious, but every control that I was messing with throughout this example, uh, is, they're all CVable. able um, But I feel like you have to get to the point, like for me anyways, I feel like in order to use CV in an intentional way with this, I'm gonna have to actually really get to know How the different feedback modes uh, like interact with the different uh, delay modes, and then how those combinations react with the sensors and the dispersal. Like this thing's super deep, and I think you could probably gather here that it's like I said, not just a delay. And I feel like this kind of falls in. I feel like this thing. I don't know. It could take off because I'm seeing so much potential in the way that. People can use stuff like clouds in such unique ways because it's so deep. And because if you, you know, if you spend enough time with it, you will find these like sweet spots that are, you know, like are purely determined on what you're feeding it as far as audio and all the various settings at the same time, it just becomes kind of like a numbers game of like, what are the, what's the. What's the chances? What are the chances that somebody else has done this exactly? I, uh, yeah I think of morphogene even though that's not an effects processor. Um, so yeah, I, I think this thing has a lot of potential to be really really useful for a lot of different people. So yeah that's my, uh, that's my qubit Nautilus. I feel like that went pretty long but uh, it's like I said, it's a deep module. So let's move on to some board brain stuff. Okay, so on to the EQ5 from Boardbrain. Every time I mention I want an EQ in my rack, a stereo EQ, people are always like, why don't you just use filters or uh, get an outboard mixer or, uh, you know, do it in post. And it's like, yeah, I've done all that and you can do all that. But there's just, I don't know, there are a few uh, use cases or instances where I really want to have an EQ. And uh, particularly when... I use the morphogene in this way that I usually use it. And that's taking something like you hear right now. It's coming from three body, going, uh, two voices going into an LPG using pachinko and item just to create this little sequence. Um, then I like to record this for a few minutes, you know, something higher pitched. And then I like to put it into morphogene and then take it down, uh, two, maybe even three octaves. Sometimes this is down three octaves and then I'm using the, uh, you know, the crazy ness to do morphogeny things, but that's not really the point of this demo. Um, so this is cool. And then I'm going to add some, uh, some delay from the Nautilus onto it. Maybe some, overdrive saturation on that. So, okay, fine. Doesn't sound terrible or anything. But there... It's always this, uh... Kind of low-mid section that I really, really that really gets me um, So I'm actually gonna turn all these EQ bands down except for the one that gets me. and I'm going to turn that up There's something about this That frequency range that just I don't really care for that very much. So let's turn everything back to zero Now I'm gonna take that one that I don't really like too much down a little bit Maybe even take the low, low lows down a little, and then I'm going to take some of the higher mids down as well. And now add some drums into it. My morphogen keeps drifting slightly out of tune here. Now I'm going to bring the original in a little bit. Now that drum beat is sitting a little nicer in there, so let me bring those uh, the EQ back to how it is normally. Okay, fine and great, but let's let's readjust it the way I had it. we just have a little bit more room for that kick and snare to be in there Um, just uh, maybe just standing out a little bit on their own a little bit better so I mean it's so subtle but it makes such a huge difference especially like I said if this is gonna be a multi voice you know huge uh, patch but I'm only gonna be able to record stereo it's so useful to have this and what I it does have CV control, which earlier I mentioned, I'm like, well, that gets into flip filter territory, blah, blah, blah. But I did think of a very, very cool use of the, uh, the EQ, especially if you're playing a live set with multiple parts, is you could just get like some constant voltages and run those into switches or attenuator attenuverters and then just have those routed into your different uh, your your ins for the different bands so you could actually have just like these presets built for your eq for different pieces of a track so i think that would be really cool but because this does have um ins, let me just plug some some lfos into it i'll take the drum beat out as well so we can just hear what we're There's also a, um, a, a panning option, which is very nice, and then the, a level CV in as well. So uh, that's pretty cool. So you could use it as like a VCA. Um, yeah, just send all sorts of different CVs into your, your um, different EQ bands. So let's just turn everything to zero here. put something interesting into the, uh, the the crossfader. A nice, a nice, uh, call it bipolar voltage into the crossfader nice pretty cool Uh, then maybe envelope into our level in there now we're just modulating the hell out of this eq which is really fun but like i said I, I like i like that just like nice little finesse you can put on and this eq5 is great for that with its five bands with the panning there's a stereo out stereo ins, and then there's also a uh, a combined left and right mono out um which is which is also very nice what i like about this level uh, CVN is if you put an envelope in it, um, you basically turn the level knob all the way down. Um, it's not like an attenuverter or attenuator for this incoming signal. It's more of like a blend of uh, constant output and putting a uh, CV source in, which I appreciate. So this is a bunch of uh, weird nonsense, but, <laughs> but now I can put my drum beat back in, unaffected by all of that, and we're just going all over the place with the EQ, so. Alright, I'm going to find some better examples uh, in the future as I continue to use the EQ5, because uh, I feel like just trying to create a patch where I I need it. Uh, it takes longer. It's actually going to be one of those things that I'm going to stumble upon. Um, but I'm telling you having a nice five band EQ within your system, especially if you are recording stereo, uh, versions of your entire patches, it's going to be super useful either as your end chain EQ or, uh, for particular voices within the patch so thank you to board brain for that i cannot wait to continue to utilize that i mentioned last week and maybe at the beginning of this episode that we are going to talk about blades or excuse me razor uh the new mutable instruments classics line from after later audio we've got a uh a razor coming out which is a one-to-one braid uh blades not braids um and uh yeah this is just a piece of the first patch i ever made using it and i think it's a really 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 cool unique filter and as i learn more about it i will share more about it but let's just uh let's just vibe out on this for a minute That was my first patch with Razer, our one-to-one blades coming out from After Later Audio very, very soon. Um, I'm going to have more interesting patches with that soon and, uh, you know, a little bit more to tell you about what I'm doing. But I, you know me. I like to just jump into a module and see what I can make it do uh, at first. So thanks to BoardBrain, Brain, Westin, uh Cubit after later audio going to be doing some stuff with an AI synthesis LPG next week. Thanks to uh, Schlappy for the three body. I love this three body and the God, the, 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 the Coco system from after later audio I'm really not just trying to sell it because I work for after later audio, but so cool Please go check out some of those new videos that I've made recently about the cocoa system. Also. Thank you to Patchworks for their continued support of Podmod. please visit them at patchwerk If you'd like to help support the show, you can head over to Patreon.com forward slash Podular Modcast, and there you will find all sorts of cool bonus content, and if there's some kind of bonus content that you think, hey, this would be really cool to have, let me know, and maybe we can work something out. Anyways, here is Frog from Kitty Safari in its entirety. I will put a, uh, uh, a link in the show description to where you can download this track for the remixes. Um, I actually only have two cassettes, so I forgot I had to give one to my buddy David Lutz since he played uh, bass on this track, Kitty Safari. Anyways, I'll have two cassettes to give away and the final copy of Podular Modcast and Friends on Vinyl to give away. So get yourself this track do some weird remix cover or whatever you want to do with it, send it my way and we'll find a way to decide who, who wins. Um, and then also if you have some Christmas tunes made, or if you want to make some Christmas tunes, I'm going to need some, or just holiday music for the holiday episode. So, uh, please submit those to podmodcast at gmail.com. Wave files only please. And until next week, this week's, Secret word is Doomfrog, by the way.